Welcome to The Motion Show, episode 57, coming to you live from the quarantine bunker day. What day is it? We lost count. I oh, lost count. you already lost count? I didn't, I didn't I start counting. Well, it was like, it was weird because I'm always here anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I've been locked down for 16 years, son. But, um, no. It reminds me of my stepdad works in a nuclear power plant. So you work night shift and day shift and they alternate, but it's underground. So sometimes you just forget whether it's day or <laughs> night or, you know, where the hell you are. So yeah. Plus like, it's kind of getting like that. I am notorious for staying up all night and sleeping all day. Because it's just my schedule. I, think I didn't used to be that way, but Gooch is starting to convert me. I used to be very prompt about getting up in the morning, but I've gotten really lazy. You don't, you don't have to talk to them. You can just talk straight to me. Gooch? Yeah. I've gotten really lazy since I've been with you. <laughs> what have you done to me? I think it's just, it's, you're not lazy. It's just a different time schedule. Yeah, I guess I'm not because I get a lot done at you night. Do. Yeah. So, like, I think there's a connotation about... You've been, and you've been painting a lot at night. You've I been have, doing... I've been doing a lot at night. Yeah, and reading. And so, um, it's just... I don't know. My creativity flows at night. I feel better at night. Um, I've had, you know, the day to kind of warm up, get my muscles loose, take my medications, uh, smoke weed, uh, take edibles and just loosen up and take all the things that you know drink water and just do all the things that make me more alive yeah i think my creativity flows the most around nighttime like evening maybe like now maybe a little earlier than now which is 10 p.m i guess you guys don't know that yeah um But uh, also around, if I get up early in the day, though, I find that I get some creativity around, like, one yeah. or two. Like, I get, like, a, it just goes with the energy that I have. The afternoon is no is no good for me. I'm good in the morning. Like, if I get up early and go do something, uh, like, I like the early morning, you know, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock to, like, 10, 11. But, like, from, like, 12 to 3, that is just, I hate those hours. I don't like them. And I want to take a siesta. Isn't that, isn't that what they do in like Spain or yeah, they something do. like that? They, they don't eat dinner until like I think eight eight take o'clock. A siesta. Yeah, but I like that the time has changed finally. That's yes, been that's, that's been, been a, awesome. a godsend with this quarantine. And luckily we've had a few nice days, so we've been outside. We had a little bonfire, and uh, tell them about tell people about the bonfire. Okay, now you can talk to the people. All right, people. <laughs> um. I don't know if I'd quite call it a bonfire. I okay. got a little fire okay. pit off Amazon, and we had a a little fire, and a we made fire. a little fire, and we made s'mores. Shout out to my dupes. Yeah, she put it together. I pretty much watched. She made she made me an awesome s'more. Oh, the s'more and the fire pit. Yeah, <laughs> I was referring to both. No, yeah. Well, I'm just saying that it's just like we were saying how some things are made with love, and Definitely. and. I don't know, you you can probably identify with this at home, how different it is when someone makes, you can truly taste love in a sandwich or in a, 
a meal in that's a meal been prepared. that's prepared for you yeah yes like, i agree especially if it's someone who loves you and they know you and they know how you like stuff and they put it together the right way with it's just something different about your mom making you food versus you making yourself food like yeah. i don't know how my mom can make a peanut butter and jelly right. sandwich and it just tastes good like yeah, it's like all the jelly is all the jelly is touching every part of the equally pe- divided equal equal ratio when it's cut it's cut the way i like it like yeah. i know she does it in two triangles and then she like shakes oh, the knife yeah. so it's like nice and thin right at the end yeah, it kind of rounds the edges she's like a culinary genius on it's, peanut butter and jelly i don't know how she does it it makes it the best dude. peanut butter and jelly ever yeah like the other day we were making tacos and my mom prepared this bomb taco for me and it was just like had the sour cream laced in i don't know how we got on this topic i don't but know but let's just keep going yeah so <laughs> shout out to all moms in the quarantine right now yeah, you the are the heroes yeah that is one thing that we're getting back is a little bit of family time appreciation appreciation for uh your family and and being together um we were just watching jim brewer one of our favorite comedians shout out to him like if you're not following him on instagram or following his his comedy you should um He's he's a cool guy he's a great guy and he's been through a lot in his life at one point he had to take care of his father who was really sick and he's a world war ii vet so he just like he had to take care of him when he was crapping his pants going through cancer he was really really honest really sick and honest about it sweet and it's very touching and it changed him and so he was just he's been doing a lot of stuff on his instagram um, where he's outside in this in the woods walking around i've kind of been doing the same thing walking around just because i'm blessed to live on a farm well basically a farm essentially a farm yeah and uh just go out and see the horses and like Jim goes out in the trees and just talks about you know getting back to nature getting back to good things and family and I've been making a lot of music with uh my best friend and neighbor and bandmate Josh you know we've been keeping our distance but he's been coming over and we're gonna have a concert on Friday night for Camp Jam yes uh I don't know if we haven't canceled Camp Jam yet so it's May 16th we're, we're still holding out hope We'll see what happens. Yeah. But, um, it hasn't officially been canceled yet, so we yeah, shall see. Yeah, but... This is different. This is like a promo kind of for that, I'd yeah, say. Yes. Um. So me, Ryan, and Josh will all be on the, the video yeah. on Friday, April 3rd. Yep. And what time will it be? At 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Tune in to Facebook Live on uh, my Instagram, Ryan Gooch Nelson, and Camp Jam will be... Um, sharing it and you can share it everybody can share it. it's going to be a party as they call it like a facebook party yeah. so there'll be a little button for you to share it on your own facebook page for your friends to tune in and the idea is to kind of get everybody on the same page there's going to be a, a band after a suburban sensi playing so you get a two for one um deal on friday night two killer bands i like to think that we're pretty killer we've been putting together some fun covers and we're going to do like an acoustic set from my bedroom super intimate so you get like a oh calm down well i can't get intimate (laughs) i want to get intimate we'll be intimate intimate with our audience yeah we'll be intimate and take you into our bedroom Where the where the magic happens? Why do people always say where the magic happens? I don't know, but that makes that sound really creepy. Mm. 
I agree. So what's everybody been getting into? Uh, I know that everybody's been watching the Tiger King documentary. Yeah, I got like two episodes into it and then... Fell asleep. Gooch left me behind and finished it. So I couldn't wait. It what was, was your favorite part of the Tiger documentary? Well, I think we should. what we should do is like we should do separate podcasts about the documentary because I'm going to go through and watch it again okay. tonight, starting tonight, right? With me. With you. Yes. So we'll make sure we watch it all the way through. But... So we'll... we'll... You know, tune back in for our update on how we feel about Tiger But I just want to say hashtag Free Joe. Free Joe Exotica. Exotic. Joe Exotic. Free Joe Exotic. I thought it was Exotica. I think it's just Exotic. Okay. Well, I haven't even seen the show yet. Free the the Tiger King. Yeah, because, like, we weren't sure. We got in on it early before the hype was all like it is now because it just came up and I love documentaries I'm you always, also love big cats I also love big cats <laughs> and I also love crazy like murder documentaries and this thing had everything that pretty much was just perfect it may as well have said two gooch on it yeah That's this thing perfect. had everything uh, gay thruples <laughs> giant cats murder uh, you know a one armed girl wow uh, what more do you need chimpanzees everything it had everything it's it's it sounds kinda, pretty it's like if we had to be on quarantine pretty comprehensive if we had to be on quarantine there could not be a better thing and everyone i'm talking to is watching it so we're gonna get on board and like put up put out some, I'll catch up. I'll catch some up. episodes but yeah and i'll try and grab josh i still want to grab my grandpa and do an interview with him on the podcast because you know but i don't really want to get him sick so i'm gonna have to keep some space if i do it because who knows any of us could be Asymptomatic here. Asymptomatic, that's the word I was looking for. Um, so, I hope everybody's staying safe out there, though, and keeping keeping their bills paid one way or another. I know the government's got some money coming out, and there's some different people, some different avenues, unemployment. There's, some, there's actually some, this is like creating a little bit of a fringe economy as well. Um, <laughs> you, you can look at that as a, in a dark way or... I was referring to more like deliveries and, uh, you know, there's some different things you can do to help or just volunteer. I don't know what people are going to do, though. I I know we got to get the economy back going here soon and get people back to work because we can't coast like this. Yeah, it's not going to be possible. It's kind of crazy. This is just an unprecedented time to be alive. Yeah, it really is. It's. It's interesting to think that we're living out history that people will, you know, read, read in textbooks about this hundreds period of years, of time. yeah, for hundreds you of know, years. Because this is very, like you said, it's unprecedented. We've never seen anything like this before. And they'll watch all our dumbass videos and listen to our dumbass podcast and be like, listen to how stupid these people were back during they this quarantine. Facebook. Yeah, they used this thing called Facebook and... <laughs> There was this big wave of thing called podcasts. <laughs> exactly. So, all right. Well, to end our podcast tonight, we thought we'd just go online and pick out some random questions to I answer each other. I was on that last other. episode, so I thought this one was an interesting one. If okay. you could be free to commit any type of crime, what's the one type Whoa. of crime that you would want to be free to do? Oh, murder. Easily. Wow, that was such an easy jump. Why did you just jump right to murder? I mean... That's also so dark. I mean, um, hold on. Uh, <laughs> I mean, hold on. Let me rethink this. Um, Although I think I would probably choose murder. 
There's just some people. There's just some people. I would there. just. I That's kind of dark. That um, is kind of dark. I don't know why I said that. Uh, I would probably rob a bank. Because then I can get away with, with money and live like a Tiger King. And buy a bunch of big cats. I feel like murder is too dark. Like, yeah. who do I, Who would I really murder? I feel no, like more like I would protection murder, yeah, is what I, I'm I would, I would, I would murder someone who definitely deserves... I know some people who deserve to be murdered. Whoa. Scary over there. I know. All I, right, like Yagami. I just... I'm telling you, I do. <laughs> So people who just need to be taken out. Yikes. Life would be better without them. All right, I'm going to rephrase this question then. Different. You just directed my mind elsewhere. If you had the opportunity to kill Hitler as a baby and save everybody, would you do that? Do you think that's ethical? Mm, no. I wouldn't either. No. I don't think that I have the right to take a life. Well, not only that, but... Like in that way, an innocent life. It, the the crimes weren't committed yet. It's oh, hard. I don't know. It is tough though. That was really tough the way you it, put it with Hitler. Jesus, that got it, heavy. Yeah. This is a heavy podcast. Sorry guys. Hey, ponder it. Don't yeah. judge us. This Think for yourself. High quarantine thoughts. I will say this wasn't an original. I got this in philosophy. <laughs> okay, you got in philosophy. Yeah, it kind of like messes with your idea of time is time you know or if we go backwards in time are the events that occurred like concrete concrete or are they well you know i'm a thanos fan <laughs> so we can start there <laughs> wow you just keep taking it darker, and darker i take it darker for those of you who don't know who thanos is he is a fictional comic book character who's in the avengers series and basically, he goes from universe to universe, and his goal is to wipe out 50% of the population so that the other 50% can survive and flourish more and natural resources can be replenished more because we have overpopulation. And so, of course, everyone would think like, oh my God, this guy's coming to murder all these people. He's terrible. But he was actually doing it in a way where he, he, he didn't, um, you know, it wasn't rich people versus poor people or something like that. It was just completely random, whoever he picked. And I think that's fair. And that's I guess what's like fair about it. Like a natural selection type thing. I was going to say is it's like nature. So it's an interesting concept for a story because it's sort of like... Thanos is a character in the story, but in reality, like, he kind of just stands for death. That, like, death doesn't really have any eyes of whether you're rich or poor or whatever. It just comes for who it comes for. Like, that's the scary part about this coronavirus, too, to kind of take it to that place, is yeah. that um, we don't have a cure or know enough about it that it doesn't matter if you're you know, Tom Hanks, or, you know, you're just a guy on the street, like, anybody can get it, and it doesn't matter how much money you have, it, it just, we're just figuring it out. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's just, it's, it's mind-blowing, it's completely mind-blowing, but back to your question about killing Hitler as a baby, it's oh. like, it's like, on the one hand, of course, I would want to kill Hitler as a baby and save the world you know save all those people from all the suffering they had to go through and and the terrible things they went through but um 
that also changed the course of history and I think that it just it 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 was what it was just like slavery would you go back and stop slavery well yeah of course but then things would just be different it's like it's like how in life sometimes you're like I would never I have no um what do you call it I have no uh serves the R I don't know <laughs> regrets I'm, no high. I'm high sorry I have no regrets and uh like I, I have had terrible things happen to me. I've had leukemia. I've been in a wheelchair. Been, you know, had a car accident. I'm in a wheelchair, but I have no regrets because it's taught me so much. So I feel like so many things have been learned from the suffering. The suffering, and and we and we gain knowledge, unfortunately, from suffering. I mean, people don't talk about it very much, but even just like the medical things from all the fucked up experiments that the nazis did yeah it's, they, it's they, terrible they we did, learn stuff through it but they documented they documented all the weird tests that they did and it ended up leading to a lot of breakthroughs in modern medicine right it took us ahead leaps and bounds which is like really weird to think about you know it's really tragic to think about but yeah i mean i don't know i guess that kind of poses the question too like do you have the right to make those kind of decisions over time and over humanity. And I mean, I don't think any of us has ever been presented with that question, so <laughs> for real. Yeah. So it's like it's weird on the one hand, it would it's like of course I would kill Hitler as a baby and you know or you know go back in time and stop slavery or stop this that or the other thing. And but you know, stop, stop Christ from being nailed to the cross. You could say that, you know. But there would be a lot of ramifications for be, that. It would change the course of history. There would be a lot of ramifications for everything you change, I guess. Yep. So, I don't know. That was a heavy question. Time. So, Crazy. Do we do we just end on that heavy question? No, let's or do something do, really light after that. Let's do, let's do a light question. Really let's end on light question. What's the spiciest thing you've ever eaten? Spiciest thing I've ever eaten? Shit. Um, I think I Okay. Can. All right, you have Back to. when I was younger, this is a flashback. Okay. Shout out to my buddy from grade school, Tommy Buggy. We always got into trouble. And uh, one day, we I think it was called Dave's Insanity Sauce. Wow. His dad had it. And basically, like, this is this type of stuff where if you were making a big pot of spaghetti, you would put, like, a droplet, one droplet in the water, and it would just completely make everything spicy. Wow. So it was like a, yeah. it was like a concentrated thing. Yeah. So I remember he took a toothpick and just rolled it around the edge, like the lip of the bottle, and place the toothpick on the center of my tongue I felt like my mouth was on fire and drinking water did not help it made it worse yes and it like my tongue went numb I think that's when you know you've reached that other level is when water does nothing yes. it does absolutely nothing because it makes it worse for some reason it does what I was gonna say is I used to work at Buffalo Wild Wings and they have the blazing sauce there which is you actually have to sign a wa waiver if you do the blazing challenge are you serious dead ass I'm so serious oh Jesus and uh it was like you had to eat 
I think it was 12 or 16 wings or something like that in six minutes. And they knew Once that. Once you get a lot of, like, barely the dub, I'll yes, fucking do it. Exactly I'll fuck do you, insanity sauce, bro. You got yeah. two types of people who would do it. You get that type, and then you get, like, the kids who are, like, 16. They'd be like, huh, yeah, let's get those. And then they each, like, licked one. Like, ooh, those taste bad. And then they'd not eat any of them. And they would not complete the blazing challenge. They'd be like, okay, well. Well, now you have a pile of wings that you're going to pay for and not eat. So it was just a waste. But um, anyway, I never, I tried the sauce when I first started working there, but I never oh, actually ate a wing. And it was just very, very spicy. So later when I stopped working there, I came back and was eating there. I was like, you know what? I've never actually tried a blazing wing. I just what? tried the sauce. So I was with some friends and I was like, I'm going to try one. You have a sensitive stomach well well it wasn't even that to be honest although uh it did bother their stomachs um (laughs) (laughs) it was uh it was like as soon as i put it in my mouth like i just went in full-fledged like it was a it wasn't a it was a boneless so you went in deep you just like went straight in straight in oh that's my girl (laughs) you're a jerk i hate you no i love you for this go ahead and uh so yeah, it was super. You super ate spicy. the whole wing. Ate the whole wing, one bite. Wow, fist bump. And uh, fish bomb. Fish bomb, and uh, then I the water did nothing. I was just, it was awful. You suffered, didn't you? I suffered. You? I cried. You suffered. Tears went down my eyes you or down suffered. my face. You felt that all the way down, didn't you? Yes. Oh, that's bad. brutal. That's brutal. Well, those are our stories, folks, from the quarantine sessions, I guess you could call it. Um, make sure you tune in this Friday night, April 3rd. We're going to be doing a concert. I'm going to be throwing my Venmo uh, name out there so you guys can do a little like tip jar and maybe help us out since we're not having any gigs in this time of uh, coronavirus, that COVID-19 blues. And um, yeah, we love you. We hope everybody's staying safe. Peace and love. You want to say anything? No, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I got to say. Peace.